I decided, and that I've had this thought for a while, that I really just wanted to do a podcast where I watched through a filmography of a random person. And by random person, I mean Emma Stone, because I really like her movies, and I just want to do that. So I'm doing that. It's just me, so it's essentially me just rambling to myself for however long this ends up being. Because none of my friends want to be in a podcast, and honestly, I can't blame them, but also, like, man, I don't know how hard I can carry this. I got got my little notes on my phone from the movie. We're just going to kind of go through them. I have some bigger thoughts I had, but it's mainly just going to be me reading off my little notes. Because I just sat and watched it. I was taking notes, kind of, but I'm not going to pretend to make a huge analysis out of it because I don't have that much to say. Now to get to another movie, I got plenty to say there. Really easy, A. I think, to me, it's one of those movies that, like, I feel like it's played up, but I also am, like, I just don't really relate, but I had a good time. Because I feel like I probably like my freshman or sophomore year of high school, I was like, yeah, people have sex. Like, you know, four or five people, they've already just, they've already done it. I don't really care. It's going to happen. Like, it's not that big a deal. Which is, like, life goes on. It's not my concern. I don't really see any reason why it needs to be a big deal. But easy a takes that thing and it's like this is the big deal but then by the end it's like is it really the big deal because it's kind of like at the end it's like the random girl who like is like oh brandon just like dipped out because my impression like the whole movie is that just everyone hates her or at least like not going to talk to her but then at the end it's just like it kind of seems like everyone who isn't in the jesus club is like just kind of fine with it by the end they're just like well it's whatever dude life goes on they're like cheering for her at the end and I'm like oh I'm missing mixed, mixed messages here pal I don't really know what to think of it but it did make me think because I go to a very religious college that it made me wonder how would it respond here? Like, if I just showed up one day and was like, yeah, I had sex, then it happened. Like, how big a deal would it be? Because I'm, I'm not a nobody here, but I feel like on the scale of people, I'm not the biggest presence on the campus. So, like, would people care? Because it definitely happens on the campus and it's like they don't hear a lot about it but it does happen i have to imagine this is a college campus unfortunately it's a reality but like i think like the people close to me like how would they respond to that but that's just me speculating and thinking and i don't really want to go down that path in my life i also don't think that anytime in the near future i will be having sex so you know not the biggest concern in my head. I forget this when I go to sleep, but uh, it's a thought that happened. Anyways, my next thought was that this really just started because you just didn't want to go camping. 
Like, she really just built an elaborate lie because she just didn't want to go camping with, like, a nudist parent and some some friend who, like, really is not her friend. Because, like, there's, like, a very slim line where, like, they are friends. Because it's, like, before, they're, like, oh, she's, like, do you, have, you, like, have to have sex, dude? It's, like, it's a big thing. And she's, like, happy for her when she does. She's, like, yeah, you're a slut now. Let's go. But then it's, like, happens again. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's a line too far. And she's, like, you're the worst. And it's, like, Wow. That's a double standard right there. You're a bad friend, but you know, she's kind of just a bad friend in, in all honesty. That's really just kind of how it is. And she's really just like, you have had sex more than once, except she hasn't had it at all, but you know, for the sake of argument. And then it's like, well, you know, that happened. But now she hates her, and it's like, well, you're kind of being a bad friend just saying you're kind of being a bad friend but you know that's pretty obvious I feel like that's a lot of it is is very obvious that she's just kind of being a bad friend it's just like a weird movie in general I have to say as the MS Stone performance she's very good in it but the instant she leaves school and, like, he's at home, I'm like, this is not a human. Like, she just feels like, it's, like, played up to, like, an extra level where I'm like, why are you being this excessive while you're sewing some clothes together? Like, I don't really understand what's going on here. Like, why are you like this? But I think that's just, like, that house problem. Like, that house is just, like, weird. Because it's, like, I don't think I've ever seen a family that's, like, it's, like, healthy, but it's also just, like, a strange, there's, like, a dynamic there, and I just don't really, f I don't know how to feel about it. It's just kind of a weird vibe, if I'm being completely honest. But it's a healthy family, so, you know? It's really that bad. Really that bad at the end of the day. They're more supportive than her friend. Which is a good thing, you know, your parents should be supportive of you. In my personal opinion, that's how that should be. Um, my next bit is really just an off remark, is that the main girl from BGHS is in this. And I just fully was convinced she was not a mainstream actor, actress, but then here she is in like a role and I'm like what the heck dude what this is kind of weird kind of weird but I also learned that the, that I can't remember his name I can't remember his name the main guy from VHS Brian D Brian D is in No Country for Old Men and that was also like whoa he's like an actual actor because I kind of just assumed anyone on that show was, like, a YouTube star or something. I was, like... But I guess they're real actors and actresses that are, like, in other things. And I mean, like, go off. 
it's just I guess this is this is pre VGHS. So she was in this before she was in VGHS. I didn't need I don't this is a rabbit hole I do not need to go down. Why I don't I just am having some cognitive dissonance here and I'm just very confused. But uh, like what uh, I just don't even know I don't even know I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. Next part, power move this is just putting the A on like all of your clothes or your outfits is just the biggest power move. Like I have nothing but respect for that. It's just so good. Like you could not just double down so much in just such a powerful way that I'm like, man, yes, go off. Even if you are just hurting yourself in the long run, go off, double down while you still can. This also made me think, because there is like a a little like motif kind of, not really a motif, it's pretty explicitly like a reference, is like the John Hughes stuff. To the point of where I'm just like, do we have like movies that have filled like a similar niche to that, like in like modern time, like in 2022? Because I feel like most people I know just kind of cite that. Let's just cite the ones from the 80s, like the John Hughes movies. But also just like, do we have anything that's really like the same? Or like fills a similar like role for like kids in today society? And I honestly don't have the answer to that. I have not watched enough like modern adolescent romance-esque movies and the ones that I have are also like all the ones that I can think of also like have a weird I don't know if obsession is the right word but like they are very explicit that it's like oh you know it's like John Hughes with like that the wink in it all and I'm like you can say it but you don't need to say it out loud I get it. We get it. We understand. But I don't know. I feel like we kind of don't. But I also feel like you could make the argument for a lot of things that I kind of are. But I don't really know what those are. There has, like, there has to be. Like, I there has to be something that fills those voids, those niches. I just don't know what they are. Maybe one day I'll find out. Maybe one day I'll deep dive into adolescent, like, romance movies. But that's not today. This is the Emma Stone podcast. And she goes off. She goes hard, as she always does. And I have nothing but respect for her for that. This podcast is really just boring because I just really like her and I just want to watch all of her movies and have an excuse to do it. And also because I just want to make a podcast because I'm a middle-aged, well, not even middle-aged, white guy in his early 20s who's just bored and wants to make a podcast. Anyways, 
my biggest point is really just like the, the people in this are just kind of bad people because they're all like kind of abusing her for like she's takes pity on them because he's like oh she feels bad and they're kind of like outcasts because it's high school and you're like yeah you care about your image too much but you're not aware that you care about your image too much until you leave what I think is wise if you works like this definitely would not work with another age group but like high school I'm like yeah people would do that because they just fully care about how they are perceived more than they need to or ever should in their life but you know they're high schoolers who can blame them they're going through the, the thick of it and one day they'll all look back and be like man I was an awful human being for paying someone to lie that I did sexual things with them which is you know not a good thing kind of weird you would do that but it's also kind of weird like the very first guy after Brandon is like well, I could just, you know, not get your permission to do this. Not get paid to do this. I could just lie and it would work. Which I think is really where it goes out of control. Or at least starts. Because it's like when the guy with chlamydia is like uses her to scapegoat. It's like, well, we've crossed the line where it's now this is not in her control. Granted, he was walking a line that it was ever in her control. Because it was just people taking advantage of her kindness. To be like, yeah, I'm going to boost my social standing or save my social standing. And you just get worse. Like, she really just kind of got thrown down so that other people could stand up. And it was like, that's just kind of not a cool vibe. Not the good vibes we want. And I feel like it's kind of obvious for the end when it's like, He's like, yeah, this needs to stop. This is kind of hurting me and my relationships and my life. And some guy tried to rape me, you know. Not the vibe. Not the vibe at all. But then they're all like, well, actually, I kind of have a social standing now. People kind of like me, so I kind of can't. You just kind of kind of live with that lie. Can't take it back now. Like the count, the guidance counselor. She's like, she feels super bad, and then she gets her out. Like she's like, yeah, because I was like, yeah, I'll lie for you, you know. I can pretend I got chlamydia. People believe it. And then it's like the one eighty where she's like immediately like, yeah, you know, you just have to live with it. You lied, you know. Sucks to suck. I'll live with the guilt. You have to live with lying, you know. It's just how it be. Which is just kind of messed up. And also where it's like, it's good. Like, it's not okay. Not okay. But. Bad times. Don't lie, people. Don't lie. Don't be bad. Just be good. And don't have relationships with your students. Kind of weird. Kind of weird. Just kind of don't do that. Even if it isn't illegal, technically. It's just kind of weird. Especially if you're married, you know, it's kind of cheating on your husband or wife. Not a great look for anyone, really. But, you know, it also kind of does, by the end, like, 
we don't really know what happens to the, like, we know the lies are exposed because it's, like, in the webcast. But we also, like, don't know what happens to those people. Granted, we don't really need to know. That's for them. They need to live with that. Like, they got exposed. That's their problem now. Not, not ours. Not all of us. Nobody's problem except for their own. You lied. You cheated. And now you gotta live with it. And you know, that's life. You gotta live with the consequences of your actions. And if you do somebody wrong, you gotta make it right. It'd be good. Be good. You know? Which I think is what the teacher says, but that teacher has very weird vibes. The George Jungle guy, kind of weird vibes. Because my initial impression of Easy A was it was like, she slept with the teacher kind of thing, like, you know, that kind of thing. Because it's pretty, like, the vibe it gave off from the poster was like, oh, it's going to happen. And I think the first time I watched it, I was like, oh. Because the first interaction with, like, with the George's jungle teacher and her is, like, really just kind of strange. Like, he's just, he doesn't really ever say anything that I'm like, that's what a normal human would say. Or, like, a normal teacher, or even, like, a cool teacher. I was just like, what are you, like, what are, what are you? But I also, like, feel like English teachers are kind of, like, the weird ones. So, like, I kind of can buy it, but I'm also like, why? He's, like, an extra degree of weird, and I'm not okay with that extra degree of weird. Where I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why are you not written like a human being? And honestly, I don't know. I think that's really, like, my biggest problem with this movie is that it kind of just, like, it goes, like, one bit too crazy a lot. And it's like, why are you doing that? Where it's like one, like, it's all played up. But then there's moments where it's, like, too played up. Where I'm like, this is not real for, like, how people act. And I mean, like, it's not enough to, like, kill the vibe for me, but it's also just, like, kind of weird. But in the end, it's just, like, whatever. I just don't... I just don't know where, like, the teacher... You're just like, you know, dial it back. Dial it down a little more. Because it's like, you're an English teacher, you're kind of the weird one. I feel like that's kind of the general vibe that, like, English teachers get sometimes. It's like, you know, you're the weird ones. But it's like, you don't need to go that weird, dude. You gotta, you gotta chill. You gotta chill. And then he just kind of doesn't. But he's also in there for, like, ten minutes and it really doesn't matter. He's like, don't do drugs, kids. Uh, stay in school. And then he talks to Olive, like, once. And is like, hey, uh cool that you're doing this but maybe don't but also your classmates kind of awful I kind of hate them which I feel like you're not supposed to do as a teacher you know I feel like you're not supposed to like openly 
talk crap about your students. But that's just me. I'm not a teacher. I know a lot of them. I probably could have just asked them. But I feel like you're like, well, I kind of hate that kid. That's kind of not a great thing to, like, say in public where someone could hear you. Because as this movie shows, the rumor mill, that's one hell of a beast. That guy goes and it will run with it. Because literally, like, one person could have heard that conversation and then bam. The bomb goes off. But I mean, the rumor mill is definitely a thing. Like, it's definitely kind of, especially in high school, where it's like, this thing does not have to be true, but it will spread like wildfire, because image is all people care about. And then when image comes out, you're just, the whole thing lights on fire, and then all of a sudden, you're burning up. And you're just like, well, I just gotta live with that now. Which is not great. Not great, but you know, they're adolescents. They don't know any better, but they really should. I don't know. I feel like this is definitely is something that like would not happen in my high school, or at least like not in the spheres that I'm associated was associated with. Like I just cannot see like it being blown to this big of proportion. And then, like, doubling down on the lie. Like, I feel like any time it, like, kind of came up or, like, something dicey came up, it was, like, things got bad, but it was never, like, person would never double down on it. You would just kind of sit in the collective consciousness until it just kind of faded away and everyone moved on to the next thing. But I guess that's kind of just high school in general. Really, the internet in general. I feel like you could just do this video, or this this video, this movie, with just, like, anything on the internet now, and it would be about the same. Because the whole idea of the rumor mill is essentially just, like, the, like, West Elm Caleb stuff, or, like, where it's just this, like, one incident gets blown, blown up, and it all of a sudden is in the public consciousness of every single person and they're like whoa what did this guy do and it spreads and spreads and spreads and all of a sudden you're an internet phenomenon now and you're just now have to live with that so I was watching a video essay on that on like the West Elm Caleb stuff and kind of like the couch guy and all that fun stuff which I didn't know about anything besides West Elm Caleb. But it's like, yeah, you could really just do one thing that you aren't even intending to do wrong. And then all of a sudden, you're the talk of the town until the internet just moves on. And that's really just kind of what this movie feels like by the end. Because I feel like in, like, the big auditorium scene where there's a real musical number, that's kind of just, like, it seems like people have just moved on. Besides, like, the Jesus Freak Club, who were just like, you were going to hell. And you're like, dude, sick. But it's just like, you know, maybe we shouldn't put people 
on blast for a decision, especially something that is just a rumor. Unless it's like a really bad one that you have evidence for. You can be like cautious, but don't go ruining people's lives off of a rumor. Probably not a good thing to do. And also, if you somehow find yourself in a situation, like Olive does in the movie, don't double down. You know, maybe you just don't lie. And if you do, and you take it, someone takes advantage of that lie, kill him. Take him out. Get rid of him. The scum. We don't need him. Because every, every guy in there, like, you know, and at the end of it, they're just like, sucks for you. I paid you. My social status has changed. You gotta live with that you were willing to lie to, like, make me feel, to raise my standing. And I think that's kind of messed up. So maybe we should just not do that. If you're not, you can change status. And if you can't, and you're in high school and you're like, damn, I wish I could be popular. It just simply does not matter in the end of it all. It's going to suck, but it's simply not worth, like, compromising your identity or your just, like, moral compass to gain social status. At least in my opinion. And if you just piss off somewhere halfway across the country for college, you won't ever see him again. And or in my case, they'll just never talk to you again. You'll be like, well, new life, boys. You can start over. Live free. Live how you live your own life. Live who you think you are. Or you get traumatized by it and you spend your whole, most of your college career trying to get over the fact that you were too obsessed with your status and you got just ruined. We love that for us. It's a great time. It's really not. I would not recommend. That's like honest, my advice to just like high school kids going or just like if you don't fit in. Is just find like an outlet for that or just find something to like put that into. Because it just kind of will lead you alive. And you know, that's not a great feeling. Not one you want to live with. And not one you want to bring to college with you. Anyways. That's easy A. I would give it an easy A as a rating. Because it's a very good movie. And honestly, a good start. As for the rest of the movies, I'm not going to do them in any order except for when I want to watch them. And that La La Land will probably be last because it will probably not be a podcast because I have exponentially more thoughts about it than any other piece of media I've ever consumed. It's just like the amount of thoughts and ways I appreciate and engage with La La Land are just too numerous to count and I feel like if I ever become the video essay guy who makes five hour video essay about something 
it's going to be about La La Land. Because at some point in my life, that video will exist. When, I don't really know. How, I don't really know. But all I know is it's going to happen. Because I have so many thoughts. So, so many thoughts about that movie. And they're coming out. One way or another, they're coming out. So if that's anything, look forward to that at the end of this road. I don't know how many movies Emma Stone is in that I have seen. We're going to look. We're going to take a quick look. This is a live a live internet reading in the podcast. I Letterboxes her with 37. Probably a few of these aren't out. But you got La La Land, Birdman... Birdman I found, so I'll watch that soon. Cruella I'm going to watch again. The Spider-Man's off the watch. The Favorite, Superbad. The Zombieland's off the watch. Crazy Stupid Love, that'll probably be up next or one after next. And I have some feelings about that movie. Interview, The House Bunny. Oh, Irrational Man, that's going to be one, too, because that's a movie I do not like. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting couple times. That's really all I have to say. Is if I stick with this, and I'm really going to try to, even if I'm really bad at sticking with things, we're going to try. So look forward to that. What movie will come next? You'll just have to see. Because I honestly have no idea. 